You get up the next morning after the raucous celebrations. And as you exit the front door of the Broken Thorn Inn, Davina runs out after you. Shock! I've tried again! Please tell me, is this baguette worthy of your approval? And she hands you just this most glorious piece of bread. It's all the right length, all the right width, this nice golden color to it. Oh, well, uh, this is a, a decent try, huh? I will take this with me to make you feel good about yourself, but yes, keep working on it. Oh, okay, well, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll keep trying. There's always room for improvement. <laughs> Insert a joke about her not being used to long, hard things because she's a lesbian. <laughs> I don't know. Oh. <laughs> I can't believe it was Leland who made this incredibly inappropriate joke. Reining it in. Patron only. That yeah. is true. I feel better about myself right now. <laughs> It's usually, it it's usually me who makes those jokes. <laughs> or you head out for the Donkey's Respite Inn and the town of Rimchester Grove. Rimchester. Rimchester Grove. Rim job, bro. Probably right there that down. Okay. Dirty. <laughs> <laughs> I do sprinkle things in for y'all. Just saying. <laughs> After a peaceful day's walk, dusk is falling just as you arrive at the small roadside inn built where the trade road passes along the border of the nearby woods. The inn is a two-story building with a peaked roof and a large stable built to accommodate the merchant's caravans that often travel down the trade road. Warm light and the sounds of lively conversation spill out from behind wooden shutters already sealed up against the night's chill. Inside, the inn is far from capacity, but filled with a lively crowd of traders, merchants, and hunters scattered amidst a dozen tables. You smell the welcoming scents of strong ale and some kind of meat stew. There's a portly halfling male leaning on the bar, chatting with some of the customers and cleaning mugs. Welcome, travelers. I'm Denton, the owner of this fine establishment. What can I do you for? I smell some kind of meat stew. Oh, yes, it's our specialty. Shepherd's pie. Well beloved in these parts. Was it fresh shepherd? N no. Fresh lamb, though. Don't mind him. He doesn't know what he's talking about. I can clearly see that. Do you have baguettes? Baguettes? Of course we have baguettes. Everybody knows what a baguette is. <laughs> uh, I like this place already. Uh. I'll, I'll go up and sit at the bar. I'll look around the bar first. Is there... You said it's pretty crowded. Does it look like anybody's taking notice of us, or are we just sort of blending in with the crowd? You're just kind of blending in with the crowd right now. I mean, you do stand out. You are the only people in armor and have weapons. I will sit up at the at the stool at the bar and say, Meat stew! Of course, coming right up. Do you want one of those baguettes with it? Ah, uh, oui, oui. Okay. And he goes into the back room and comes out a minute later with uh, two bowls of meat stew and two baguettes. How are, how are these baguettes? They are about... A foot long, three inches wide, nice golden color to them. They even have like a little braiding on top of them. Hmm. Okay. So yeah, Jacques will pull out a little measuring tape from his pocket and start to inspect it and you know, measures the circumference. Uh, and then he compares it directly to the one Davina gave him because he hasn't eaten it yet. 
And uh, yeah, he nods approvingly and we'll begin to eat. Eat this baguette. Danton will just look at you oddly, but go on about. <laughs> so, what brings all y'all fine people here? I forget. <laughs> Hold on, I'm trying to remember what I... <laughs> Sorry. Just told you. Fergus, I Fergus, already Fergus. <laughs> we, we hear the town of Rim, Rimchester Grove is being afflicted by a creature. We're here to remedy that. Oh, I'm sorry. You're too late, I'm afraid. That beast, a, a werewolf it was, was taken out by a Rowan Ashful a couple weeks ago. Well, our job is done. Yes, I suppose so. Uh, do you offer a free room and board here too, huh? Why yes. would I do that? Oh, why would you I not? have a business to run. Uh, we are business people as well, huh? Is there anything else we can do? I mean, maybe... You know, slay some other beast. Oh, if you hang around, maybe something will come up. Yeah, well, that doesn't help us with the room and board. The door to the inn swings open, and a lone figure clothed in worn leather and armor steps through the doorway. He is tall and gaunt, with pointed ears peeking through his shaggy flaxen hair and a short sword strapped to his back. His skin is unnaturally pale, his brown eyes ringed in black, as he stumbles a few steps forward, he moves with a weariness well beyond his years. Well, hey there, buddy. Um, You look like you could use some of this stew. Pooch, why are you talking to this stranger, huh? I told you about Stranger Danger, no? Sentinel's over. That's Ben and Star. He recently came back from some adventure. He ain't been right since, poor fella. Bless his heart. Benin sits at a small table near the door by himself and looks around the room his eyes eventually settling on the four of you. You notice he looks gaunt and sickly. He can't even sit up straight in his chair. One of the servers takes him a bowl of stew, and you see him pull out a very full pouch to pay for it. You also notice a tarnished and pockmarked gold ring on one of his fingers of his right hand. The skin around the ring is gray and withered looking. He looks like he has some... coin. But raggedy. He looks like he is half dead, no? When y'all yes. want to give me a medicine check? <laughs> Certainly not. I'm not getting close to that guy. Pamela will do a medicine check. 20 for Mikkel. 16. Pam, you see he looks like he's sick. Uh, Mikkel, you can tell that he does look like he has some kind of disease, like a plague, but he doesn't have any of the usual signs. You don't see any boils or lesions or spots or anything. He looks plague-ridden. Maybe in the early stages, I'm going to keep my distance. Yeah, he does look sick. After a few moments, he stands up and comes over to your table. Ah, no, 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 you stay over there. Ah, you stay Back right away, there. Back away, sir. <laughs> I pull out my sword. There's no need for you to spread your plague in this area. I, <laughs> I don't have a plague. Ah, get the hell away from me. Six He'll... feet! Six feet! Boys, He'll... calm down! Let the man speak! He'll stop back from your table about six feet away, put his hand up like he's uh, gesturing that he means no harm. I am Ben and Star. I noticed... <coughs> I... <coughs> I noticed that you all are... <coughs> Sorry, excuse me. <coughs> Adventurers! Uh, yeah. I'd like to... Like to hire you to escort me to Andro to get a proper cure 
No, thank you. No, thank you. Uh, we, we shall pass this. Thank you very much. Now, uh, if you excuse me, we will enjoy our pie and our baguette. Jacques, Jacques. I can pay you well. I don't, I don't believe there's 50. any amount of money that will get me closer to you. 50 gold pieces now each and 150 when we get there. Each. You don't look like you can make it that far. Uh, he doesn't actually look quite uh, as sick as I thought. No, uh, perhaps we can uh, think about his offer. Uh, it's a, it's he pulls a good out his pouch and he pulls out a few platinum coins from it and holds them in his hand. What what matter of coin is that? Listen, listen, honey. <laughs> <laughs> Pam goes up to him, getting way closer than the boys are. And goes, listen, honey, your money's not good here. You are sick. Don't worry about it. Let, we'll take you. I just... I got a wound. I was exploring... I was, ex- <laughs> I was exploring a cave system. And he puts his hand on his side. And then... And he grunts. And in the mountains, a couple of weeks ago, it's become... Infinite... <laughs> And none of the usual cures are working on it. That's why I need your help to get to the biggest city that's closest to us. Yes, yes, yes. We'll take him, right, guy? Come on. Like, love your neighbor. Come on. Let's go. We can do this. Are there no doctors or shamans here that could somehow aid you? I've seen them. They they can't do anything for me. That's why I need to go to Andro. How far away is Andro? It's, it's only three days away. I look over at Jock and I go, He'll never make it, but his pockets are heavy. I can hear you. He's got good hearing. Perhaps that is a symptom of the plague. <laughs> it is. Okay, you tell plague. me. Everyone, ah, 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 plague! Everyone has the plague! Mikhail, Mikhail, you let me know if you can hear me real well, okay? You let me know as soon as you hear me good. I hit. I tell you, Sam, and you stay away from me if you hear me good, huh? That goes Understood. for all of you, huh? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, agree. Uh, now you, you, Star, you stay. Oh, we crack away, huh? Just help me get to the city. That's all I ask. He'll turn and he'll speak to Denton for a minute, and he'll turn back to you. Please, be ready to depart at first light. And then he'll go upstairs to his room. As he's walking away, um, Pam's going to cast Healing Word on him and see if he looks like he's walking any straighter or, or like, looking any better. does not seem to have any effect on him. All right. I look at Jacques and I go, how many baguettes is a whip crack? <laughs> Six baguettes. Oh, yeah. Depends. <laughs> Oh, no, not that. They're foot-long baguettes. You freaking measured them. Nah, they're three feet long, no? Oh, yeah, a foot. Uh, Ten, ten baguettes. I know that you're not used to the imperial measuring system, but your ruler said... Uh, Look, look, uh, you carry the one, and then you divide by two when you convert from whip metrics to the baguette metrics. It's difficult, okay? I am not a mathematician. Boys, my healing isn't working, so he's got to make it on his own. But you're right, he's got a thick pouch. Can you heal Plague? No, I can't heal him. I tried to even just give him a little boost, and it didn't look like it did anything. That just confirms it's Plague. 
Uh, Bucci, uh, what about some of your uh, your babies, huh? Perhaps you uh, mix some up and give him a bit of a tonic, huh? Yeah, I could give it a shot. He looks like he might be a little bit past what my spore babies can do, but... Ah, uh, that is okay. So you, all you need to do is you just inflate the invoice, huh? You tell him, ah, we use these ingredients. We used, uh, we, we made out of our ways this extra labor. We charge him a little bit more, huh? If it helps him, great. But if it doesn't, well, right. then it's still great. You could send him on a little trip, and he could feel good and not be in pain for a little bit. <laughs> he would be in our safety. Oh, uh, you mean one of the trips that you go on without leaving home. I'm talking about the psilocybin type of mushrooms you got back there. I'm okay with drugging him without his knowledge. <laughs> I just put it in his baguette. <laughs> I offer these spore babies free of charge to anyone who needs them. But it might yeah. help them. The first time. Could be worse. <laughs> At least we're trying. Come on. Uh, Boots, you are a pusher, huh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mr. Denton. How much for a room, huh? Oh, it's only five silver for a night. Yeah, Benny Stars uh, put it on his tab. He said he's covering us since we're helping him. Okay, I will do. Thanks. That was, uh, <laughs> that was easy, huh, Pamela? He's rich. I realize that, but five silver for a room, that is a little steep, huh? <laughs> I can't even. Well, how much, how much is your baguette? You, you've never been to a spar. A <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, quality baguette is priceless. Yeah. I'm used to paying one gold piece. Five silver was nothing, but I mean, we're working. We're on the clock now. We're protecting this guy, so he's going to pay for it. Nah, uh, I, I wonder, so, uh... I tell him his money's not worth anything, and then I charge him. <laughs> and then we charge him, yeah, what the heck. I wonder, uh, what, uh, why does he need us so, huh? Uh, is he expect us to carry him, huh? How come he cannot get there? By himself, clearly the road is dangerous, no? He's scared of the woods, I think, sounds like, right? That's that's what attacked him. Yeah, I... I yes, possibly, yeah. But what if it attacks us and infects us, huh? How do we safeguard ourselves, if we can at all? Somebody give me a history check. From, like, ten minutes ago, history. So I'll give you advantage, because it was recent history. Hey! Well, 50. 20. Booch's short-term memory is not so great. Sounds about right. It's a five. Oh my gosh, Booch. Even with advantage. Mikel also has a five. <laughs> I, I rolled a 20, so Pam's got, Pam's got you. I say, what was that guy's name again? <laughs> <laughs> Benet, Benny, Benoit, I don't know. Benoit. <laughs> I've heard of No, it was not Benoit. <laughs> Pam, you remember seeing the golden pockmark ring on his finger? Pockmark? Pocked mark? Pocked mark? Marked? What does that mean? Divided? Okay. Holy? Uh, scratched, scuffed, and the skin directly around the ring is gray and withered looking. Uh. Yes, Pamela, I saw that too, huh? I remember. See it? Yeah. Uh, maybe we need to cu cut his finger off and save, like, there's something wrong with it. Uh. 
maybe we can ask him uh, tomorrow morning about uh, where he got that ring, no? Uh, In the uh, pockmarks. I, I wonder if maybe before we cut the finger off, we could just... It looks pretty dead. ...try to take the ring off. Hey, uh, wait, we don't know what this ring is. Oh, it could be anything. Oh, he could be trying to go home to his wife. Or husband. I feel or bad children. for his significant other. Then, ah, this walking skeleton shows up. I would not want them to be my uh, spouse. It's gross. He is pretty skinny. And sickly. Last big bite of shepherd's pie, and I slide the bowl over. Let out a big belch. <clears throat> Delicious. Well, time for bed. I jump off of the stool and start walking over. Is there anybody else at the tables as I'm walking by? You can see a few other patrons that are here and there at different tables. I'm going to look at their food and ask them what they're eating, if it's not shepherd's pie. It looks like everyone's eating shepherd's pie. It's, it's what they have. <laughs> well, looks like shepherd's pie is on the menu here. <laughs> what, um, excuse me, um, Denton, what, what kind of meat is this? It's the only the finest lamb. I raise it myself. Okay. Were you expecting a different answer? Uh, no, 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 no. Um, yeah. Just asking. Did you not like it? Was it not to your satisfaction? It could use a little pepper. It was fine. I am so sorry. What can I do to make it up to you? Oh, no, nothing, nothing. I, it's been a long time since I've been cooking in the kitchen. I'm Instead, I'm, you know, rallying together these boys. It does look like you have a lot on your hands. I don't know why I babysit for free. I distinctly recall Pamela getting the same. Your money is no good here talk from you once upon a time ago, huh? No one should sit on babies. <laughs> I'm going to bed. Oh Every night for free. <laughs> How many rooms y'all be needing now? Booch is happy to bunk up with someone. Not it, huh? He snores. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've heard. <laughs> Mikkel and his taking everything literally is killing me right now. <laughs> no one should sit on baby. I, I walk into the door that looks like it goes back to the rooms. The rooms are upstairs. Oh, okay. So there's a staircase somewhere. Somewhere. That we saw, well, we saw Star go up. Yes. I'll, I'll start heading up that way. Go, uh. I'm not going to ask what room it is. I'm just going to go up and open the first door. Uh, you might be needing a key there. You lock your rooms? People that are staying in them do, yes. Get a key. No, Mikkel, Mikkel, it's a, that's not your room. Like, I will get the key to not worry. Uh, Mikkel, can you hear me? Uh, down here, can you hear me? <laughs> I do hear you. Ah, no, Mikkel, <laughs> no, no, no. You've got to go to star. <laughs> No, Miguel! Oh, no! I hope this city can offer a cure for this gauntly, sickly man hiring us and our friend, Miguel! We all have plague! <laughs> Hi, I could not hear that, Miguel! Could you speak up a little bit? As far as I'm aware, he does not have a plague or any kind of communicable disease there. How long has he been like that? It's, it's been a little while. He just seems to be getting worse and worse, and he has been trying many different remedies but none seem to stick we gotta get him three days away do you have like a horse or like a wagon or something you don't have a horse no 
I'm pretty sure he does. Okay, good. Uh, tell me, uh, Mr. Deton, are you a uh, physician of some kind? No, I'm that just That is what I'm... I thought. I will take the room key, mm. please, and then be on my way. Jacques, be nice. Fine. I'm telling hey. you, in a time of crisis, everyone is an expert on the particular crisis. <laughs> He'll put the key yes. on the counter and slide it over to you and then uh, go about his business and not give you any more attention. Stick to your baguettes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I ate his baguette. I am infected, too. I can hear everything. <laughs> uh, Booch, Booch, will, Booch will reach back around behind his shell and just give it a reach around. Yeah, he's gonna, <laughs> gonna give his shell a reach around. Oh my gosh! Grab a couple stop. spore babies, smush them up between his big paws, and hand them to Jock. I think you're gonna need these to settle down tonight, buddy. You seem to be wound pretty tight. I am a little ball of fury, huh? Uh, yes, thank you, Butch. I will take them. And I know you did not wash your hands, but since I am already plagued, <laughs> it does not matter at this point. It's terminal. I know it. And I'll, like, shove the mushrooms in my mouth. Thank you, Butch. Jock is going nuts. We're all going to die. <laughs> I'll, <put> the steps. <laughs> I, I'll take the key up to Miguel, and I guess we'll share a room. I'll listen. I'll listen for your breathing tonight. You listen for mine. <laughs> I know I will hear it. Huh? I hear everything. If you do, we have plague. If you don't, we're dead. I am not staying with those two. <laughs> those are not good options. <laughs> Here, y'all, is a key for a room on the other end of the building. Uh, yes, please. Thank you. Uh, thank you. This, this place is quite loud, uh, quite frankly. I was talking to Pam because you're already <laughs> gone. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm not dealing with you sleepwalking on those sports tonight, Jack. <laughs> we should probably stay up tonight and make sure neither one of us dies. <laughs> uh, would you like to take shifts? Uh, you mean one of us sleep while the other watches? Uh, and listens. Fair enough. I'll go first. Okay. I sit over and uh, find a part in the room. Is there a chair in the room? Of course there is. Okay, I'll sit in the chair right next to Jacques' bed, staring at him. <laughs> <laughs> go to sleep. I'm right here. I'm right here. Uh, under uh, other circumstances, this would be a, a little unsettling, but I am strangely comforted. <laughs> Okay, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> the next morning, you are woken by shouting and the sounds of a panicked horse outside the inn. Looking out the window, you see a pack-laden horse and a tall woman with corded muscles and a single braid of chestnut hair surrounded by four hulking elk. Spindly black branches are growing out through the elk's skin in a hundred places, covering their backs like porcupine quills. The woman drops the horse's reins and draws a bow as one of the elks lowers its head to charge. Whoa. Uh-oh. She's not with the elks. She's fighting the elk. Where are we? You are in your rooms looking out the window, and you see this down on the ground. Hey, Pam, you, you see those funky horses? Wonder if those are spore babies. 
something don't look right. And that lady there, I I think they're hostile. Maybe we should go help. Jock, five gold pieces on the woman. Uh, well, I guess that only leaves the elks to bet on, huh? Yes. Okay, uh, you have a deal. All right. But uh, I pay two to one since there are two elks, huh? You, you'll pay two and I pay one? Oh, no, I... Uh... I like this bargain. <laughs> I'm sorry I did not hear what you said. Uh, oh, okay, let's uh, watch the fight, huh? I heard you. Oh, dear God! Oh. <laughs> okay, look out the window. One of the elks screams and lowers its head and rushes towards a woman. She is knocked prone. Ah, oh. <laughs> you may as well pay up now, buddy. Is she bleeding? Oh yeah, I can see blood everywhere. Huh? Okay, so I, I, we're, I'm staying watching. I'm not doing anything. Yeah, same. Seeing what happens. <laughs> I was about to say I don't do anything unless someone else does something. <laughs> You're just gonna let these four elks attack this one There's woman? There's four of them. There's four of them. Oh, oh damn. I only thought there was one. I'm really going to win this bet. <laughs> wait, wait, there's three more. I didn't see them. I'm sorry, Miguel. Some heroes you are. Is there the a window? Like, I'm looking out a window. Yeah. Booch did bid, did say to Pam, let's go help. Did I, you move? I the window. Woman, kill those elk. I'm trying. What do you think I'm doing? No, no, no. Let's help kill you, huh? Do you need help? Why are they attacking you? What's going on? I don't know, but some help would be nice, yes! Booch is gonna start shuffling down the stairs and... I'll shoot my crossbow out the window. ...toward the front door to go out and help. Wait, if other people help, do I still win? I think Zabet is forfeit, huh? Hmm. So perhaps we should attack Bam and Booch. What? What? <laughs> Prevent them from interfering with Zabet. That seems rational. I take out my crossbow. Do not interfere, Babala! I will split the winnings with you! I don't want to shoot you, Booch, but I have five gold on this. I basically say, too late! And then release my arrow into the closest one, Elk One. Okay, give me an attack roll. Uh, 15. 15 hits it? Alright, I don't get my sneak attack, though. But So that's uh, 8 piercing. Uh, you, you know, Mikel, uh, if these elks are running around the street, I don't know if we could get uh, the sicky man out of here very well, huh? Fair enough. We'll bet on something else later. And then I'll aim my crossbow down at one of the elk. Okay, give me an attack roll. That's a nine. You just miss it. The elk moves its head at the last second and gets out of the way. You do see Rowan. She takes out. She's able to get back up. She takes out her short sword now that she's surrounded by these uh, elk, and she is able to take down one of them finally. So now there are three elk left. So Pam hit one. Can I imagine missile the one that Pam hit? Huh? Yeah, she hit number one. Okay. Uh, ooh, four, six, seven, ten force damage. Did you want to do something, Booch? Yeah, I think um, as soon as I make it down and out the front door, um, I would like to cast Thunderwave. Uh, so there's two uh, right at the front door. There looks like there are two elk right in front of me, and then on the, on the other side of them is this lady. 
So, uh, 20 foot uh, cube right in front of me. Uh, wave of thunderous force sweeps out. And um, the elk will have to make a con saving throw. Are you getting both one and three, or are you just getting one of them? Uh, I think I should be able to hit one and three with the 20 foot cubes. Is that right? Yeah, and I think you're going to get Rowan also. Uh oh. Just. If you, uh, you, if you cast it from the threshold, you, sh- you should be fine. Just back up five feet. Yeah. Okay, so elk number one has a 12, and elk number three has an eight. Uh, so that's both a fail. They will take. Oh, those are the wrong dice. Bell. It's begun. <laughs> Literally, that should be on a t-shirt. Not Leland is right. Build can't count. <laughs> it's on a t-shirt. Oh, those are the wrong dice. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> count, count your dice twice. Uh, okay, not so great. Um, six thunder damage, and it also pushes ten feet uh, directly away from me. <laughs> so I'm pushing them into the lady. Great. <laughs> So, yes, Elk 3 will move down and actually knock Rowan over. Yeah, perfect. Uh Uh-oh. And Elk 1 will go flying. Its body will bounce up against Elk number 2. And that does take out Elk number 1. Sick. Now let's roll for initiative. That was kind of sick, though. You can't lie. Impaling itself on its friend. Ooh, 18 for Booch. That was a good roll. And bam! Rolled an eight. Mm, Jacques has a 17. And nine for Mikael. Booch, you're first. What do you want to do? You just thunder waved and you knocked out one elk and you knocked the other elk into Rowan. Well, this woman that you see is fighting the elk so you don't know her name yet. <laughs> she has a little name tag. Hi, my name is Rowan. <laughs> 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 oh, that is very handy, huh? <laughs> Would be. I like Rimchester Grove, where everyone is named. <laughs> where, where everybody knows your name, huh? Because it's on your shirt. <laughs> Seriously, how nice would that be if everybody in the entire world had name tags all the time? Pretty nice. With their name on it. That actually would be pretty nice. But also, I wouldn't give a fuck about most of it. You <laughs> like, just have the wrong like name. Zero 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 one percent that like chance that I would actually utilize it or it would come in handy for me personally maybe yeah maybe you would find it a lot more (laughs) you could just then name the specific people that you hate it would be easier to make your shit list (laughs) oh the list is really easy just says everybody Uh, that's true (laughs) too You can only be removed from the shit list if you're dead. There's an addendum section. If you make it to the addendum section, then that's a positive thing. Okay, so Booch will move up. He's going to pull out his cleaver and come down hard on this elk that very rudely just knocked over this lady. Yes, the elk knocked over the lady. Of it was its only own the accord. elk's fault. That's yeah. how I remember Completely it. Of its own accord. That's how I remember it. He's gonna he's gonna actually aim for the um, the hind rump of this elk. It looks like a tender spot. Right on the the back quarter. Oh booch. 
Oh, booch. That is an 11 to hit. These elks are big, and they're not very bright. You did hit. Ooh. There's no armor on these things. Ooh, they have spiny porcupine-type quills on them, but there's no armor. So that is uh, eight slashing damage. And that's all I'm going to do. Jacques, what you do going to do? So uh, about how far are Mikel and I like from the window to elk number two? Did you go over to the window on that side of the building? Well, I mean, whatever window that I shot my magic missile from, right? Okay. So you're about probably 40 feet. Oh, that's pretty far. Uh, Mikkel, I just had a moment of divination, inspiration, huh? You must throw me onto that elk. I grab him, throw him out the window. <laughs> Before he's done talking. Right after he says, throw me, I grab him. Oh my god. And throw okay. him out the window. Mikkel, give me a strength check. Ah, you will get a 16 from my divination, my divination die for that throw. I would like to ready by action... Well, okay, never mind. Just throw me. <laughs> Just throw me. <laughs> throw me like okay. one of your French girls. How far did you did you want to be thrown the entire way to the elk? I want to get, yeah, uh, if he can get me to the elk, I'm going to get to the elk. You are going to yeah, pierce yourself. I, I rolled a 21. I'm going to throw him as hard as I can. When, be, when you ask me, I will do. I hope Jacques likes body piercings. <laughs> So so Ash so again I'm giving you the your D20 number is a 16 plus your mod so Oh okay so I have a plus 7 to strength Okay so that's so. a 23 then yeah. So you're thrown to the elk um, can you give me a dex save to make sure you don't get impaled Yep I mean it's okay if I if I do Okay <laughs> oh my gosh well, The dexterity saving throw was a 19 He's going to try to ride this thing um, so, yeah, you get scratched up a bit, but nothing is, uh, deadly. Ah, <laughs> uh, because I told you I saw it work, I'm just fine, uh! And I would like to just take the whip and, like, make it like a bridle for this thing and, like, try to wrangle it and, like, wrestle it and take control of it, basically. Give me an animal handling? 16. You temporarily, it's... it's struggling against you and bucking against you, but you are maintaining control of this elk. Sweet. So I'm, just, I'm basically keeping it from attacking Rowan. Okay. Or, 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 that's what I'll, that's my intention anyways. Okay. Yeah. You'll, you're keeping its head up so it can't nip at her or take her hooves to her or anything. Come down beast. Come down. Come, come. <laughs> and it will scream again. <laughs> <laughs> that's unsettling. <laughs> It is Rowan's turn. She is going to stand up and she is going to try and short sword the elk that's right now, right, right in front of her. Nice and handily right there. She hits it and it, it does seem like every time you hit it with piercing or slashing damage, doesn't seem to be doing quite as much damage as you would expect it to. Hmm. Sounds familiar. <laughs> yeah. You, you think? <laughs> Uh, elk two is going to go, so it's going to try and struggle against you. It's going to do a strength check to see if it can break loose of your whip. Does that make sense? What type of damage is whipping damage? Well, when I whip something, it does slashing. Hmm. 
So I rolled a 23. So it is going to lift its head up and then bring its head back down again real quick. And it's going to fling you. Give me a dex save. Uh, oh, darn off. it. I had a divination die I could have made it use. Fudge. It's your fault All for right. quintupling. No, it's Emily's fault. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I will do it again. The dexterity save I'm doing? Like a saving throw or like an acrobatics? Yeah. Uh, the acrobatics. Okay. Well, that's a 24. Okay, and you, you get flipped off of this elk, and you tumble in the air, and you land nimbly on your feet. I didn't see that one coming, but I guess it did not matter, huh? Mikkel, what are you going to do? You're still upstairs in the window after you had just thrown Jock. How far down is it to the ground? Uh, it's a two-story building, so it would be, what, like 12-foot drop? All right, I'll, I will jump out the window. So you'll take 1d6 of damage, right? For every 10 feet, yeah. You got lucky. That's one point of damage. That's like when you, like, when you're falling and you land too hard and you feel it, like, in the nuts. Like, in your, you know what I mean? I, I don't know how that <laughs> I feels. I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. I go, ah, oh, nuts. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll, I'll only have half my movement at that point because I'm sort of waddling over towards the elk, but that should get me close enough for uh, an attack next round. I've never heard of that, but that's interesting. Pam! What you gonna do? Uh, Pam is like in the room looking out the window still, so I don't think I would have enough movement, so Pam will just uh, put another arrow in her crossbow and shoot at the elk and not Jacques. So, elk number two? Oh, there's two still alive? Yes. Two and three. Yeah, that one's closer to me, yeah. That's 22 to hit. And I get my sneak attack because Jacques is riding it. So? Not anymore. Jacques was thrown. How far? Probably just right in front of him. Okay. But he's still adjacent. I don't know. Would you count as being engaged with it? Yes. Am I adjacent to it? Probably, yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll give it to you. Or I think it's like, well, I think the specific wording is within five feet of it. It is, yeah. Yeah, you, you would be in within five My feet. sneak attack it just you uh, off. is an extra four damage, so it's ten piercing. It's piercing, but I'm trying. And then I'm like, guys, protect yourselves, careful! Okay, elk three is going to rear up on its hind legs and bring its hooves down on this lady that you're now trying to help. Trying to help her? Uh, <laughs> and she... She is able to dodge out of its way. Booch, your turn again. Okay. I think Booch is going to pluck a single spore baby from the back of his shell and kind of tap it over his one hand a little bit to shake some spores onto it, and then it's going to blow them toward the elk that is... Uh, uh, maybe he'll target the, the furthest elk away, actually. So he's he's going to... Um, Can you blow that hard? Oh. He's, a, he's a blowhard. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he's going to use... It is 30 feet away from you. Perfect. So I'm going to use Chill Touch. Ah. So it's a ranged spell attack. Uh, 19 to hit. That hits it. Oh, well... You can't roll a 10 on a D8, can you? Not usually. Mm, man, why am I so bad at dice? Count your dice twice. 
You kind of are the worst at it, like, somehow, consistently. Uh, seven necrotic damage. And it seems to wither a little bit. It did not like oh, that. Oh, also, um, I don't know if this is relevant or not, but um, if I hit an undead target, it will then have disadvantage on attack rolls against me until the end of my next turn. Okay, good to know. And it can't regain hit points until the start of my next turn because this necrotic hand is clinging to it. Jacques. Uh, all right, let's, uh, let's do some whippy whippy, I guess. Ooh, that's uh Oh, yeah, these are only elk. So actually, that's a 10 to hit with my magic whip. Yeah, you got him. So is Mikel within five feet of it? I, I ran up to it. Did you did you make it up to it? Well, okay. I'm back. I'm at the other one. So that's a no. I'm still 10 feet away from the one you're talking about. I'm next to you, though. All right, uh, five, five slashing from my magic weapon, and then I'll use my bonus action to do an offhand. Ooh, that's only an eight. Damn it. So you whip out with the one hand and you crack it across its chest and you whip out with the other hand and it reeled from the first whip and caused you to miss with the second whip. The woman is going to go and she is going to bring her sword around to track to attack the elk in front of her again. And she's going to do that again. She hit it, struck home. She's hit it with the first attack and she's swinging again with her sword and she is able to take it down and then she turns and advances on the last elk and this elk is going to try and bash Jacques with its head and its antlers I will give it a one for its roll uh, I see what you're about to try on uh, there Mr. Elk no 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 Okay, and it will miss Jacques, and it will actually hit its head into the, or hit its, I don't think it's physically possible for it to hit its antlers into the ground, so it'll just miss you. <laughs> Mikkel. I'm going to run over, jump over top of Jacques. I don't have my shield with me, it's up in the room. Take my uh, Dragon Slayer longsword, turn it upside down so I'm coming down onto the, the head of this elk. So I'm gonna I'm gonna try to do a sort of a fancy move where I jump over him and, and stab into. <laughs> Give it. me a dex and acrobatics and then attack. I'll I'll tuck in and like <laughs> try to flatten myself so you could like step off me if you wanted. <laughs> okay, I, I, oh, I'll definitely step on you. <laughs> That's a twenty-one to hit. Did you give me a, the acrobatics check first? I'm sorry, that was the ac I'm sorry, that's the acrobatics check. I'm sorry, okay. 21 for acrobatics. Okay, you can do this fancy move. That's a 23 to hit. And you definitely hit it. 13 slashing damage. The elk falls under your body and you fall down with it. It is dead. Yay, good job everybody. Woo, way to go. The woman looks closely at the elk in front of her. There... There's something wrong with these animals. And she stands up and she looks around. My horse. And then she heads off into the forest to find her horse that had run off during the battle. Oh, wait a second. Hey, lady. We could have told you that. Why are you leaving, huh? Wait, do we follow her? Should huh? we <laughs> go after her? Um, I, don't, I do not know. Uh, maybe she knows something about these strange animals, huh? You look back at the inn. Ah, Jacques Metier never looks back. No, 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 no. (laughs) You look back at the inn and you notice the back of it is a wreckage of blackened, rotten wood. 
A hole has been eaten through the wall in one of the rooms, which is overgrown with long, twisted black branches that have spilled out onto the nearby ground. A trail of blackened footprints has been burned into the ground, leading towards the forest. What the hell happened here? Danton runs out to join you now that the excitement is, is gone and the elks are dead. And he looks back at the inn where you all are looking. Well, that's Bennon's room. Uh, we better go see what's happened to him. Uh, no, 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 we surely do not. I, we told you, I point to myself and Miguel. We fucking told you! <laughs> and he'll run back into the inn and go upstairs. I'll run into the inn, go into our room, and get my stuff. <laughs> yeah, get your shit. Yeah, from, from the room I slept in, would I... Well, from, like, where I'm at in, a, in the room Booch and I slept in, like, would I see this stuff? Yet? Or no? I'd have to go down. No, you can't see it from the inside where the room you are. Babylon, be careful in there! What's going on? Ah, this place is messed up, huh? Plague. 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 It looks like... I just said leg. uh, (laughs) It looks like uh, a booch had uh, some type of fertilizer and uh, grew everywhere, huh? What the heck? This isn't like gardening I've ever done. This is nothing my spore babies can do. Where'd where'd the lady go? Let's let's get out of this place. Uh, perhaps uh, we should wait for a Denton, huh? See if he <laughs> can't find our meal ticket. Where's the lady that we saved? Oh, Babala! She's gone. Did you see her? Huh? She's not in the street. What? She's gone. She ran after her horse. What were those things? Like what? What's on their back? You were up close, Jock. Would you like to come down and take a look, huh? Uh, yeah, I guess. You hear Danton pounding on the door in the room next to yours. Benin! Benin, are you all right? Yeah, so as I'm leaving my room, I'll go, what's going on? The the whole back area of his room, it's all... It's all rotted. What? Here. Benin! Oh, I left the keys downstairs. The door's locked. I'll try to knock the door down. Give me a strength check. <laughs> no, no, don't ruin my door. I just like give me a minute to go downstairs and get the key. <laughs> this guy's concerned about his one door because he's seen the rest. <laughs> is this of a yeah? Place. Is this a strength <laughs> saving throw or like what do I use? Uh, athletics. Just underwave it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I'm not a very strong person. Six. <laughs> yeah, bonk off the door and nothing. Strength happened. was my dump stats minus one, so. I walk out the hallway, and I see those two standing there. And I look at them, and I see all this stuff growing out of the door. It's No, it's on the back half of the... So, are you looking at the map right now? Oh, back back here? Okay. Let's go, Pam! And I start to walk down the steps. Alright, I go. You're not going to inspect Retton's room? They're getting the keys! I, I walk We're gonna out. inspect the room. Booch is Booch is interested in seeing what's growing in there. Or, yeah, Jacques does not want to see what's in there. Yeah, I, I say to Booch, there are things growing up there. That's your area of expertise. Quick, Dan, what if we're running out of time? Get the keys. He's got the keys. He's running back upstairs. I wonder if there's some fungus among us. I knew that was coming. <laughs> Question, Emily. Uh, is there so there's no one else down at the bar manning it? Because it's just Denton, right? There's a barmaid. Uh, there's a couple barmaids walking around. 
Okay, so like they don't notice anything weird. What do you mean? Well, the what's going on with the bar? They're just there's not as far as they're concerned in the actual bar proper. There's nothing weird. I mean, there's freaky elks outside that they've never seen before. Freaky but... deaky elks. And they hear everybody yelling and everything. I assume, right? Well, yeah. Uh, they, they're probably, they were glued at the windows while the fight was going on, just to watch what was going on, but they were sure as heck weren't going to go out there. But yeah, so, I mean, like, the rest of the bar is perfectly fine. The only place that these, these weird growths and mold and rot is happening is in the back of Benin's room. Ah, uh, Beggett. <laughs> and I'll just wait at the bar for them to do what they're doing. Is the door there. open <laughs> yet? Yes, the door is open. Everything in the room is stained black and has sprouted long, wiry black branches, like those growing from the corrupted elk. The door leading from the inn into the room is locked, was locked from the inside. This is the room that Benin was staying in. His short sword is laying in the middle of the floor, abandoned next to his pack. The furniture of the room is turned black, and when touched, it crumbles, as though it has been burned. When you say pack, you mean his bag of money, right? No, his, like, backpack. His money's not there. Do you want to do a search? Yeah. Yeah, I would like to, uh, well, search the room, but I, I'm, Booch is curious about examining this, whatever sort of, yeah, these, like, branch-like tendril things. Kind of afraid to touch them. I'm going to try not to touch them. Can I maybe make a, a nature check or something like that to see if it, I can figure out anything about what they might be? Sure. Uh, 18 for nature. It feels like it's definitely not anything natural. It's uh, has a otherworldly presence to it, and I don't mean otherworld. I mean, I want to say magical presence to it without saying magical presence to it. <laughs> it's not like your the typical um, flora that Booch would have come across. It doesn't seem like it. Is there any hints in his stuff? To give me an investigation. Six. Pam is really uh, trying hard today. So you open his backpack, you see all the normal backpack adventure stuff. Crowbar, hammer, rations, rope. You do not see any of his clothes, his cloak, or his coin purse. And remember, his sword is laying on the floor next to his pack. I'll examine his sword, too. You want to give me um, an arcana check? 10. Very average today. You feel there might be something to this sword, but you don't know what. And you feel there is definitely, like, everywhere you look in the room, everywhere that's blackened and, and has the branches, they all feel a little magic-y. Something's, Booch, something's going on. Like, his backpack's normal, his sword, I don't know what's going on. Like, it's like magical black stuff. Yeah, this stuff, it's, it's not natural. Something. It's not the good kind of magic either. No. We're all gonna die. Well, let's not <laughs> jump to conclusions. If you look out the hole that used to be the back wall of this room, you see black footsteps form a winding trail from the wreckage of the inn towards the forest. Each footprint is black and burned into the last landscape. Hey, hey, Pam. I think... I think we've got a trail to follow. Boys! I'm yelling to... Give me half of your baguette. You won't be able to eat it all. 
Uh, how do you know how much baguette I could eat, huh? Well, you're very small, and the baguette is more than a foot. Guys, there's a trail. We gotta go. Pamela, We're talking on. baguettes. We're having a very serious discussion. Benin is gone, and so is his money, if you care about that at all. Oh, yes, I uh, actually do care about that. Uh, I, Mikhail, we all talk about this on the walk, huh? Yeah, we shall. Gotta follow the steps. This way, come, come. Could I use my my walking stick to touch some of these kind of branchy tendrils? Yeah. It just it feels like you're touching a branch, like a snaking owl, jaggedy branch. Okay, and then uh, since nothing has happened, I'll reach out and and see if I can break off a piece with my hand. Okay, it feels like wood. Okay. Hmm. So it throbs. We haven't gotten to the throbbing yet. <laughs> okay. So, um, Booch will turn around and uh, follow the rest of them back out of this room. Uh, g- goodbye, Danton. Thank you for the backup song. We will be back. Good, good, good. You're in uh, remarkably high spirits, depending on uh, considering what happened to that wall of yours, huh? Well... You know, if it doesn't kill you, the best thing to do is, is move on and, and make the best of what you got. The rest of the end's still good for now. Hopefully it'll stay that way. I'll have to remember that quote. Well, maybe, like, don't have cursed people stay here, you know. But uh, Bennett was a good friend of mine. I, I know, but even when your friend contracts the plague, you have to put the knife in their head, huh? Can't. And I'll look at Mikkel. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> of course. There's no other option. Babala, Bucci, you know the way, huh? Follow the footprints. Following uh, tracks is one of my favorite pastimes. And don't touch them. My ten in Arcana told me they disappear if you touch them. <laughs> yeah, so when we're outside, I, I would like to get... <laughs> I, Emily's like, like Emily's wheels were turning. You you let it slip, so. And it's a funny joke, so it's gonna stay in now. So. <laughs> we need Leland to make a, a joke that relies on that Oh right, on that it's joke. my joke, not yeah. Le- oh, sorry. I how this works. Apologies. Look, Jacques has been on fire tonight, so I'm feeling pretty charitable. <laughs> it's all. Pam has game. been extremely <laughs> average. <laughs> Just extremely average. Now you see, Miguel, I have an entire lifetime of eating baguettes. My stomach has expected beyond belief. I sort of look him up and down, and but that baguette was larger than the other baguette. Look at by at least two inches. I'm telling you, if you were to take that sword of yours and cut me open, I would be ninety percent stomach, huh? I look down at my sword. I put my hand on it. We'll, t- we'll talk about this later. First, let's follow the tracks. Ah. I look over at Booch and I hold my hands up when he does it too. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Once we get to the tracks, can uh, Booch examine those? Sure. Give me. Uh, what do? You, how do you want to examine them? Uh. He wants to take a, a plaster mold so we can match his <laughs> shoe size. And- yes. Of course, how else do you? Yeah, run the footprint through CODIS and perhaps we'll get a name. Maybe we'll get a hit. 
I just want to... You said they look like they're burned into the ground? Yes. Okay. Um, can I smell them first? And then um, maybe touch them. Smells kind of like burnt grass. Okay. And when you touch it, it just turns, crumbles to ash. Okay. Well, Booch knows the smell of grass. I, uh, I think we got a brief insight into like the maybe second, third date between Bill and Elena. There. What? Mm. Can I smell them and then maybe touch them? <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to figure out where you're going. I'm like, wait, yeah, I'm like, which statement are we okay? <laughs> yeah. yeah. First, Bill had to track her down. Oh, that's... <laughs> I followed you for miles. <laughs> Sniffing and. Bill did smell good. He's got to be a turtle joke in here somewhere. I just, oh my it's on the gosh! Tip of my tongue. Just had to get him out of his shell. <laughs> <laughs> what do you see, Booch? Well, it it kind of smells like it looks, and kind of feels like it looks like it would feel. I look. Uh, perhaps you should remember <laughs> that quote too, Emma. <laughs> I tried to follow that, but I gave up right at the beginning. Look, it's, what is Bougie saying is, if a duck sounds like a duck and the duck looks like a duck, then surely it is a duck. That's, yes, precisely. Let's follow the duck trail then. Quack, quack. Uh, I heard that uh, ducks fly together. There may be more than one. Quack, quack. <laughs> Do ducks walk in each other's footsteps to disguise how many there are? Oh. Like sand people. <laughs> I like that. I, I I start following these tracks as I go along and, you know, sort of push Booch along and go, sniff that one. <laughs> uh, well, Mikel, uh, this, this tracking business, I, I see you're new to it. Um... You only really need to sniff once. Then we'll follow you. Sounds good. Come on, let's go. We need to save him. Quickly, turtle. <laughs> turtle man. So Boosh will shuffle along <laughs> at a decidedly slow pace, following the tracks. I'm right behind him, like right behind him waiting like he's just driving way too slow and i'm frustrated but i'm not gonna pass falling too closely yeah there's plenty of room in the left lane but no slow and steady shortly after moving into the forest you notice that the black corruption you saw at the end seems to have taken greater root here wiry black branches have sprouted from otherwise healthy trees and leaves have turned brittle crumbling to black ash when touched the stench of decay and death is covered over the normal woodsy scent of the forest. The trail of black footprints leading from the tavern is swallowed up by large swaths of blackened landscape. Uh, this doesn't look good, guys. Ben, Benny? You there? Mr. Star? Benny? A clearing opens before you, revealing a ten-foot-tall spire of black branches twisting up and growing along the ground, spreading through the healthy trees. Tangled in their branches is a desiccated form of a horse, blackened and pierced through in a hundred places by the branches. At the center of the coil of branches is a smooth orb of glowing purple crystal. You can hear a slight throbbing hum that changes in time with the pulse. 
You can smell the normal, earthy scent of the woods, but also that ashy smell of decay, like from Benin's room at the inn. What you don't smell is the dead horse. If you didn't see it, you wouldn't know it was there. It looks like it's drained of all substance. Standing a fair distance away from the pulsing purple ball is the woman that fought the corrupted elks. She hears you approach and says, Don't back up. If you do, that thing will lash out at you. She looks back at the orb and says sadly, Nobby was a good horse. I will find and end the source of this corruption. She looks back at you. You should help me. Together we can restore the harmony of the forest. Something's wrong. Like our friend is... Well, this guy's cursed. And... This could be his fault. What guy? His name's Benny. Benin. He's a star. He's really cool. He's got a lot of money. Yes, I've seen Benin. He's been in the inn for days. Yeah, he was gonna have us take him to uh, Andro, but... Then he disappeared and we followed the footprints from his room to here. He's not looked well the last few days, that's for sure. Like, that thing isn't him, is it? I don't think so. Good, because we, we kind of need our payment. We had a deal. That's all you care about? A man is missing, my horse is dead, and you care about money? No, his money is no good. It is just one of several things that we are contemplating. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We are complex human beings. Uh, we are complex beings. We have many thoughts. They shoot uh, back and forth. Sometimes they are lighter. Sometimes they are darker. Huh? Like you and your horse. I'm sure that is right in the front of your mind. But we just came from the inn. Uh, we could be on the hook for the payment for the rooms now. That is what's on our mind. Now we're also thinking about your horse and this weird spire scene. Yeah, it takes a lot of baguettes to feed this crew. You also ran away from us very quickly after we helped you in the street. Yeah. I had to find my horse. This horse and I have been together for years. You don't understand. He is my only friend. Oh, wow, that's sad. That is very sad. I feel if Pamela was to die, I would feel the same way that you feel about your horse. A nobby was it you said, yeah? Yes, Nobby. I, uh, I am so sorry. I, I, the only thing I can say is, you know, oftentimes I wish that Pamela would let me ride her around. Like you got the <laughs> chance to experience that with Nobby. That was something that you and Nobby had that Pamela and I do not. Jacques, I love you, you like a son, that. but saying you want to ride me is a little weird. No, no, like a piggyback, huh? Oh, I mean, yeah. <laughs> like the little piggy on the back. You probably could, but I'm not that big either. <laughs> exactly, but... Oh, Nobby. You should just ride on Mikkel. I look at Mikkel. <laughs> I'm hungry. Can you spare some of it? The piggyback? <laughs> you think we're going to eat it? What's happening? Oh, what? No. The baguette. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> okay, Mikkel, here. How's the other half gone? I take it. Now, why can't we back up? And I start biting it. Chewing it off. An unnatural silence permeates the forest. <laughs> I have never heard a silence quite like this. Okay, so how do we? It's the silence I natural. <laughs> you know, usually when I'm in the room, I I never have heard a silence before. This is quite unusual to me. Most people still make noise when there's silence. How do we kill this thing, woman? Tell us. Birds and insects go strangely silent. Even the wind seems to be holding its breath. A tremor shakes the ground. 
again and again like the beating of some massive heart, each beat followed by a strange ringing in your ears. The hum of the orb grows louder. The ground beneath your feet heaves as a large black root snakes its way through the soil towards you, tearing loose with a spray of dirt and rotten wood. A hand of blackened wood wrenches itself loose from the roots, and a rake-thin creature with a crown of twisted branches emerges. She stands on the still, slowly moving root, which is holding her ten foot in the air. Looking down at you, she says, It would be best if you left. This, gesturing to the blackened roots and trees, is all just part of the natural cycle of life. There is no reason to fight it. Each one of you feels like she is looking directly at you, staring into you to see your intentions. <laughs>